Welcome to Creative Kaleidoscope, the show about all things art. We have a very special episode for you today, which includes a very in-depth instructional on how to create your very own masterpieces. With that being said, let's get our hands dirty and get our paint on. All right, we're starting out this canvas with a 12 by 24 inch stretched canvas, and we are going to just mark our moon with the cap of one of the spray cans and some black rust-oleum. And we're going to lay down a little almond color, a little white, and a little black. And you know, whatever color you want your moon to be, your planet, whatever. And we're gonna use a little different form of paper this time, the ad paper that comes out of the newspaper, the glossy ad paper. It's going to give you a different texture when you lay it on the paint. And now I'm just adding that dark side of the moon there with the cheaper paint. And the same thing with the front there, adding a little bit of white for the shine. And I've got a ripped off t-shirt sleeve on my head to keep paint spray out of my hair. If that's what you're wondering what that is. And now I'm laying down the base layer of the sky color. So the fluorescent green, fluorescent pink, and just, you know, generally whatever colors you'd like to use, what you'd like to see, or color palette in the sky, what, what, you, what you'd like, what you think is pretty. And you want to use colors that complement each other and play well off each other. For this painting, I'm, I've used blue, green, pink, a little bit of red, purple, and just kind of putting it in spots where I want. And then I'm going to cover that whole canvas with a layer of black, a top layer of black. I like using the Rust-Oleum black here because it's thicker. It's like a double coat in the spray. And I'm just covering up. Not a real thick layer because I still want to be able to pull that back color through the black of the first layer of paint. And what I'm going to do is use the plastic that actually was wrapped around the canvas when I bought it the cellophane and I'm just smoothing it out across the canvas across the pan of the canvas and you'll start to see it and then peeling it away for the texture to reveal the first layer of paints your colors and you can crunch up the different pieces of cellophane and try to work different designs or you can use different types of paper for different designs newspaper cardstock paper the newspaper ad paper I mean there's just everything that you use to pull away paint gives a different texture or design now I'm just making sure that my planet stencil doesn't move while I 
work the design around the planet stencil. And just kind of touching it up. And putting some shine back around the planet. Just kind of marking where I want that to be. Trying to use the cardstock piece to give straight little bits of, you know, the whites, like the Milky Way galaxy sort of effect. But, you know what, I just wanted to freehand it, so some quick sprays close to the canvas and pulling it away with the colors. I'll do what you want, just kind of flick it on there, if you will, with the can. And I'm mixing it up with the colors, the white, the pink, and the fluorescence. And now I'm actually going to work in some glitter into it. I got a can of Rust-Oleum glitter paint, which is basically a clear coat that sprays glitter. And it actually sprays pretty thick glitter, so you you can use it rather sparingly and get a really cool shiny glitter effect which is going to add to the stars and the, the sky it's really it really looks cool especially with the black and now I'm going to add my stars some white spray paint on the fingertips shake off the excess paint and now I'm going to flick on my stars. This is a little bit more of a random pattern, but I try to kind of stay along the galaxy lines that I've, the Milky Way lines that I've made, or whatever the pattern is. If you do like a swirl pattern or any pattern, I try to, I try to flick in consistency with the pattern. And this time we're going to make our trees with a sponge brush that comes to a point and I'm filling up my little Rubbermaid with just the black Rust-Oleum spray paint and just dipping the end of my sponge brush in there and kind of figuring out where I want my tree to go, my first tree and I'm marking the trunk line and this is gonna, these are going to be pine trees. We're just going to do a nightscape, basically, with some pine trees. Like a northern nightscape. Northern lights and pine trees. And the sponge brush that comes to the point there actually works really well for making trees like this because it's just a straight edge and you just after you make your trunk line you just dab little lines right down in the form of whatever your pine tree is and you just press it and you just press it and press it and I'm doing this actually I would still prefer using the acrylic markers when I make my trees. I still do. 
like to do that more. But this is quicker. If you are on a race against the clock. Which when filming for these episodes, you, I always am. And you gotta get good music on when you're doing your painting. It just helps. Gets you in the groove. And sometimes you'll find yourself moving the brush to the beat. Especially if you feel like the vibe of the music can relate to the painting at all. So pick your background noise uh, accordingly, is what I say. I'm just working the tips of the trees now. Just kind of making it a little thicker. And you want the, the painting to be balanced. When you look at it with the eye, you want to... Make sure one side's not, doesn't have more stuff than the other, or one area of the painting you looks out of place. You want to have a balanced painting. I mean, it's not a necessity, but it does look better in my opinion. But you can you can do whatever. It's your painting. Nature's not always balanced, but really it kind of is. I guess it just depends on how you look at it. Fibonacci might argue differently, but, you know, that's a whole different story. So we've got some taller trees, some shorter trees. But I'm doing just pine trees for, for this piece. I don't really think that the, the sky should... I think the trees should match what I want the sky to be, is what I'm trying to say, I guess. Because if I'm looking at the northern lights, I don't think that I'm going to be looking at palm trees while I'm looking at the northern lights. Let's just be real. And these are really simple to do, you know, at home. And that's, I encourage everybody to go out and try this yourself. Get a few colors of paint. Get a canvas, or even get you know some some thicker paper. And you want to use the glossy cardstock though if you're going to do this on paper. And it's just something that you should try yourself. You'll find that you can be a natural at something and not even know it, and people really like it. But we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. 
low-budget movie version. 60s TV version. Early 2000s high school pseudo-adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version here. I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, so listen up. Watch the Geektainment channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's geek approved. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, PodQuesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, PodQuesters. See you there. Guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle Power! And we're back here working on the tree still, just touching it up with the sponge brush. And the black paint. Just keeping the brush soaked that the sponge brushes soak up the paint quick. So just remember that when you're when you're using sponge brushes and aerosol paint. I just keep when that bucket runs out, I just spray a little more in there. Now I'm just working the rest of this tree. I think I'm only going to do four trees here. Make sure that my black base layer is how I want it. And I know that this paint is probably going to be wet for a little while, so... I'm, I'll probably try with one of the paint markers, the white paint markers, to work in the detail but when you're working with wet paint on the canvas or anything and you want to work something in you can do it with a palette knife as well and now I'm just kind of adding a bottom border in all black you know the ground line and that was added the ground line with my foot straight edge painting the painting shield and now with my large putty knife straight edge I'm making a bright star it's like a bit of a star burst not the candy but an actual star and it's light not a big fan of starburst to be honest with you I'm a snickers guy is becoming a problem. To be honest with you, listeners, watchers, be careful. The Snickers, they're delicious. Anyway, I'm just working the points of my star 
the shine of my star. Keep keep wiping off the palette knife so it doesn't drip onto the canvas. That can be a problem. And I'm actually just using the cheaper white spray paint because it's it's got a smaller blast radius, I guess, and it's easier to control because it's not as thick of paint. And I'm just working the lines with the straight edge and the spray paint. And keep the palette knife clean. And you can just keep adjusting it until you get, get the lines how you want them. And then I'm going to spray one right in the middle there, where the big the shine is really coming from. And just work that center line one more time a little bit more. More little blasts. And we've got a nice burst of the star there. And then we're going to remove the cap stencil to reveal our planet. And a little bit of fire there to try and dry up the paint to seal it a little bit. Even though I knew that this paint was going to still be pretty wet. I wanted to try it with the white marker to see how it would work, but the paint is too wet still to really be able to facilitate the fine point acrylic paint pen. And you don't want to ruin the tips of your pen, so I'm switching over to the metal palette knife. Don't waste your money on the plastic palette knives. I've made that mistake right right off right off the bat and you need to the metal ones just make all the difference in the world if you're gonna work designs with a palette knife. And so now I'm adding in the details of the trees, the branches, the trunks outline, things like that. Just kind of randomly, I guess what you're doing is you're kind of scratching off the wet paint or at least moving it around and it's exposing the white canvas behind it. So it's kind of giving it that same effect that the white paint pen is, but it's just thinner lines, tighter details. Whereas the paint pen is brighter and more defined, like more. It's, it's adding another layer of paint, really. And this is taking one away. So it's, it's a different effect, but you're doing the same goal. The, the, the goal is the same. You're trying to add detail to a dark tree figure. And if your paint has, has dried too quickly and you want to use the palette knife, just hit it with a little bit of clear coat. I always I like to keep a can of clear coat around one for if I want to seal the paint for the fire and two if I'm doing something like this and I need to work some some design lines in with the palette knife you have to hit it with a clear coat if, if it's 
if it's too dry. Completely dry is a, diff a totally different story. You'll have a, a difficult time doing it while it's completely dry. If it's completely dry, like a day's, it's been dry for a day and you want to work on it with a palette knife, the clear coat is not going to help you very much. It may, but not like it does in the initial working of it. And here I'm just working the trees all the way down to the trunk. And I'm going back over my large tree on the right. And you can tell there that the paint has dried a, a lot more on that particular tree because the lines aren't coming out more. The top of the tree is much drier than the bottom of the tree, as you can, as you can tell. And I'm actually signing this painting with the palette knife, opposed to writing it on with the marker. So a quick little sign and date. And there is the finished product. get a little better shot of all the glitter but we're going to take it to a commercial and be back in a minute it's all about you and that's the way we like it where you're going what you do to stay fit what you're eating what you're thinking and how you're feeling Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Why are we here? What makes a person truly good? For those answers, you're going to have to take a philosophy class. But if you're more interested in who would win in a fight between R2-D2 and a Dalek, watch Get It to the Geeks on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. on NewRadioMedia.com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on NewRadioMedia.com. low-budget movie version. 60s TV version. Early 2000s high school pseudo-adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version, yeah? I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, so listen up. Watch the Geektainment channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's geek-approved.
And we're back here on Creative Kaleidoscope, and we're going to do a second painting here. And we are marking off our planets again, working on a 16 by 20 blank stretch canvas. Just pick them up at Michael's, wherever. And I used a small pot lid for one stencil, and again, the spray paint cap for a second stencil. And I'm actually going to try the planet orbiting the other planet again. Something I tried in an earlier episode that didn't work out so well. And I'm going to try it again this episode. And again, I am using the glossy advertisement paper. And I don't like how that pulled already. I just don't. So I'm going to pull it a few more times. See how I like it. And I want to add in some more color because it pulled away the color that I didn't want. I'm going to add some more to the planets here. And I actually switched it back up and went to plain newspaper for that. And I'm adding some dark side of the moon or the dark side of the planet there. And the light side, which might be a mistake. I am not 100% at this point. It's been a while since I had done the planet within the planet. Correctly, I should say. I like to do these, these aerosol paintings for this show particularly because... There's something everybody can can do. With a little bit of practice, you can actually get pretty good at them. And people like them. A lot of people generally think they're pretty cool looking and and they're fun to make. There's something about spray paint that just makes makes it fun. Another, some double fist in all the different colors there. So on the first planet I used reds, or purple rather, and the fluorescence, my usual colors. And on the other planet, I did a whole hodgepodge of colors. Green, yellow, some red. And I used the saran wrap or the cellophane rather that was around the 16 by 20 canvas and now I'm marking the dark side of the planet there give it its spherical shape And now I'm making a multicolored moon. This time I'm using fluorescence, yellow, some red, and the black and white. 
and just barely adding a little bit of the cheap black spray paint and a little bit of the white spray paint because I actually like how that moon turned out on its own. Reput my stencils and now I am doing the whole sky in purple and blue. And like an oasis blue, a deep blue, and the purple. And I'm just kind of spraying in some other colors in there to make it for a, a pretty looking sky. And now I am adding some fluorescent green. You know, I like I like them to look cool under the black light. That's something that I like to do when I do these types of paintings. I like to use fluorescent paints and I like to use glow-in-the-dark paint. I think it's a lot of fun. Adding some glitter to it again. I like the glitter. And now I'm going to flick some stars on. Again, and there is some method to the madness there. It's not all totally random. And now that I've got my straight edge placed how I want it, I am adding in a water scene. And I'm just doing a few different shades of blue, a shade of white, and actually, I'm going to add a couple colors that are from the planets. So we're going to end up with the shine of the planets or the reflection of the planets in the water. And then I'm just spreading it out with my fingers and it actually gives a sort of ripple effect on the water. And I'm adding the pink there and just back and forth really quickly with your fingers and it kind of that's to add in the reflection of that planet and try not to get too frustrated with yourself if, if things aren't working exactly how you want them remember you can always just paint it again just hit it with another layer of paint and here's a better example of what the reflection I'm trying to work in is like. And now I've got my rag, which is actually just a cut-up white t-shirt. And I didn't really like how the outline of the planet within the planet was, so I'm trying to make some defining areas so you can really tell what's going on and it's just a matter of touching it up with newspaper or a rag whatever you think try not to mess up your lines where you had your stencils otherwise you'll have to remark them which can be a pain which is exactly what I am doing right here Adding some of the color that got removed. 
And just kind of adding the shine of the galaxy and the sky color. And now I'm just reflicking on the stars that had gotten removed and touching up those planets again with just newspaper. straight edge back across again to work in my seascape the ocean or lake or really this is an ocean we're making this an ocean we're looking out on it an intergalactic ocean and now I'm adding some pink there a little bit of red and some yellow fluorescence to try and work in the reflection kind of work it towards the middle kind of underneath where it's at and the water actually will look really cool when you do it right but we're going to take another quick commercial break and be right back movie version 60s TV version early 2000s high school pseudo adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version here I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here so listen up watch the geektainment channel on newradiomedia.com it's geek approved It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, PodQuesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, PodQuesters. See you there. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Welcome back to Creative Kaleidoscope, and we're continuing working on the second painting. And still trying to get the reflection right in the water area. 
to match the yellow moon there and to match the orbiting planets. And it's really just a matter of moving the paint around in a proper way that's consistent with the painting. And you'll get it how you want it. Sometimes it's easier to make one line down the middle and work it from side to side. Other times it's easier to do two lines and work them into the middle. Just depends how the paint wants to move for you. And as I was mentioning before, you might end up having to define your lines. Which you'd like to try to avoid if you can. Because the natural lines that occur when you actually do the planets on their own are preferred. In my opinion, they look better. But I'm just using the acrylic paint pen trying to sort of just add a defining line from planet to planet. Because honestly, the contrast of the two planets wasn't quite enough. But sometimes when you do it like this, it can almost be too much and can look out of place. But that's okay. Something that you can always practice at, and honestly, this is me practicing at this. Now I want to draw a little sailboat riding out on the horizon. I'm just doing that with the black acrylic paint pen. Most of that paint is dry enough to use that paint pen. And I'm just making the sails. The boat. And I'm just going to make it a black silhouette out on, on the horizon. I'll probably still do a defining outline in white. I, I like how that looks. Just a nice little uh, sailboat there. Filling it all in with black. Just all black out there. And again, I'll probably do an outline in white. Just to give it some more definition. And I'm actually going to do some palm trees on this one. Because this actually makes sense that there could be palm trees here. And that paint's still wet. There's a lot of paint in that water area. 
So the acrylic paint pen might not be the answer right there. Although in the sky, the sky has dried much more than the rest of the painting has. I'm going to start trying to make the trunk of my tree up there. And see where it is. See how the marker takes the wet paint on the bottom, but it looks like it's going to give me trouble. And with the race against the clock, too, I'm going to end up probably switching up my tree-making method here. Because the paint is still pretty wet. I didn't seal it. Did nothing like that. So I've got a very fine-tipped brush that has actually had already been kind of hardened by the last use because I did not wash the brush of the last uh, spray paint use which turned the bristles hard and it actually makes it almost like a calligraphy pen a bit it just makes it a fine point and it allows that aerosol paint to just kind of drip off of it you can just kind of form it and fill things where you need to fill them. And sometimes that actually works better than a brush with soft bristles. At least in a situation like this. These little details in the trunk and you know, adding lines, things like that. Now we're going to add our palm fans to the tree. Kind of the same way we always do. You can actually kind of tell that those bristles aren't, that, those, that brush is stiff. dripping off them onto the canvas. And just kind of working the tree, working the fans, the palm fans. And just keep working it. Work the detail of the trunk. 
to look like the tree can support itself. So just some quick strokes back and forth to fill in the trunk. And I probably will do another tree while this one dries. And if you look kind of closely in the water there, you can see the, the pinkish reflection under the one set of planets and then the yellow reflection in the water under the moon, under the moon. And if the paint has dried a bit more, I'm going to try and do this one with the paint marker. Because again, I do prefer to do my trees with the paint marker. And it looks like it's dried a little bit more. And I'm going to work up the branch from bottom to top. I was always originally told to draw trees how they grow from the ground up. But if you can make it work, then do it. We're going to take a quick commercial break though and be back. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a five-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Why are we here? What makes a person truly good? For those answers, you're going to have to take a philosophy class. But if you're more interested in who would win in a fight between R2-D2 and a Dalek, watch Get It to the Geeks on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. on NewRadioMedia.com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. Things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on NewRadioMedia.com. Guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on New Radio Media. Turtle Power! And welcome back to Creative Kaleidoscope, where we are in the middle of working on our second painting. 
And we're just working on the trunk of the second palm tree. Making sure the shape of the tree is correct. The details are how we want it. The first tree I did with a older paintbrush that had stiff bristles on it and just the aerosol paint in a little bucket. Kind of the same way we did the first painting in this episode, we did the pine trees. And now that the paint has even dried more, I'm touching up my sailboat. And now back to the tree. Adding in those palm fans. Marking where I want them. working them in. I'm using the black acrylic paint pen here just because that's how I prefer to do my trees. Way more than any other way. Because I can get the detail that I want. But I always let my paintings dry all the way. I, if I'm not on camera and not holding anybody up. And I'm on my own time. I like to let all the aerosol paint dry before I touch my paint tip markers to it. And I'm just working in the tree trunk. Working on it all. The trees bring the, the painting together, I think. The view from the shore. And just kind of making sure that my palm fans are how I want them. Working it with the black. And just working on the detail of the tree is, uh, what I'm doing. And filling it in, filling the colors in. And instead of using the palette knife, I may touch it up with the palette knife if I if I'm able to. To get the little details in there, but I'll probably end up using a white paint pen to try and get the defining lines that I want. And still just touching things up.
and be careful with your hand placement while you're working on a wet painting with a marker because you have a tendency to want to set your palm down when you write or draw with something in your in your hands like that a bit differently than you know you hold a paintbrush because you don't generally rest your palm on something with a paintbrush and it takes some getting used to but you'll get it just keep practicing and I'm just trying to define the lines of the planet still a little bit more I might have overdone it but that's okay next one will be better I still wanted to have the two different planets on this painting because I just did. And I've actually got the palette knife in my hand right here. Trying to get my lines. Or it might be the white marker. It's the fine tip white marker, actually. But it's actually starting to work like the palette knife because the tip is got a pretty fine point on it. And as it's adding paint, it's also scratching it away a little bit. And now I'm just working in, again, more detail on the tree trunk but with the white paint pen and I just really like how this makes the trees look I like adding in in the outline and and the light shine onto the the trees and, and the palm leaves with the white paint markers This one might be running a little low on paint. So I keep trying to tap more out, clean the tip. And hopefully I'm able to do it to this other tree because it's done with aerosol paint. bit lighter or a bit wetter actually it's not nearly as dry as the acrylic paint because I did put a pretty thick layer of paint for that first tree trying to do my detail there but I think that pen is just about out of white paint 
So we've got to switch to my other one. And this is actually the, the fat-tipped one, but that's okay. I'm just going to try and work the one corner side of it. It's going to be a little thicker lines, but still, the paint is coming out a lot better with this marker. probably have to touch all of the other white lines up with this marker. Just to make sure it's exactly how I want it. And it's actually, I like what, how it's coming out for the palm fans. It's actually giving me a nice bright texture and color. So I'm definitely going to hit up the other tree. And just kind of working those last lines in the tree. Liquid tip paint pen. And I'm gonna have to work the trunk too with it for consistency with the lines. how I want them. I'm going to touch up the boat lines a little bit more just to kind of finish it off. I could just do the white outlines and as with the sign painting we're going to take it back to the studio. Thanks for painting with me. Thanks for tuning in to this week's special instructional episode of Creative Kaleidoscope. Now get out there, start creating, and please feel free to share your creations on the Creative Kaleidoscope Facebook page at CK Podcast. Be sure to tune in the same time, same place, right here on NewRadioMedia.com. Peace.